Welcome to the best podcast in podcasting anything. This is a Pokemon bracket podcast. We are matching. Yes! Oh. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> what is your name? Who did I just hear yell? It's Roma. Uh, yes, this is Roma, and I use the they and them pronouns, and we are matching up all 900 Pokemon to find the objectively best Pokemon in history. I am not the host today. Uh, the today's yeah, host. Yeah, I, I can take over. Yes, yeah. uh, that's amazing. I love the sort of um, kind of Wolfman energy brought to that intro. Hard to even put a single descriptor on it. Uh, I'm Wheels. They are she pronouns. Um, I'm happy to uh, make objectively incorrect choices about Pokemon. I'm also joined by Riley. Hi, Riley Hopkins. See they pronouns. I love Roma again. You went a little Italian where you're like, we find out the best Pokemon. You just it's really my Meridian accent. They did not say we find out the best Pokemon. They, they said they said we find out the best Pokemon. They did. You're right. Ah, we find out the best Pokemon. Uh, Juliet, you want to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Juliet. It's a great day to be alive. Let's talk about Christmas. Let's talk about uh, uh, revenge matchups. I'm so excited. Let's do this thing. The first matchup that we have, this is the best intro we've ever done. Uh, yes. The first intro we, uh, the first matchup we have is. I set the timer, timer. I got it. Oh, I right. got it. Okay, great. Thank you. Shift tree in one corner. And in the other corner, War Turtle. Again, very Fight. similar vibes, right? Like they both evoke a kind of grumpiness to them. Whereas War Turtles is more Sasuke and <laughs> Shift Trees is more Jiraiya. And I hate Jiraiya. Uh, I think Shift Trees is more of a Hashirama or that's like fair, a Yamato, you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I see. It's the long white hair. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, who I has see, Riley? Or Riley, who has who has Jiraiya energy? Could you say that again? Uh, fucking uh, Shift Tree, look at the long white oh. hair. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I thought you said it the other way around. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, War Turtle, known pervert. <laughs> I, I just think like turtles and frogs aren't that far apart, but like they are you know, distinct. <laughs> I want to bring up that for me, this is like personal um, <gasps> uh, and like a real revenge match from the final thing on the last uh, champs I was on, which was uh, Dunsparce versus Ivysaur. Cry. Why did you let Dunsparce get through? I am I, so mad about it still. <laughs> I tried, I literally, literally, my house is named Ivy, or my apartment is Ivysaur Lane. That's the name of our Wi-Fi. Oh, wow. I, I hand, like, we we handmade, um, I mean, with sewing machines, but you know what I mean, um, mm -hmm. pillows to match our our um, our chairs out in the main room. So they're, like, Ivysaur themed. Our entire color scheme wow. is, is Ivysaur themed. But the thing that really pushed Dunsparce over was the comparison to the not really cryptid, but like a uh, uh, cryptozoological um, yep. Uh, yep. legend, the Suchinoko. Uh, and I feel like we are in a similar matchup here between a really great early underrated like middle evolution design mm -hmm. and a figure that is like a Pokemon version of a Japanese legend. In this case, the Tengu rather than the, the Suchinoko. Ivysaur should have lived. War Turtle will live. War yes. Turtle will carry the fucking fire. I, it, it's pretty. I, I mean, Shiftry is fine. Um, I think 
its shapes upset me. Um, there is a majesty to the design of War Turtle. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the 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 like cloud vibes. Mm-hmm. There's something almost like Akira Toriyama about uh, yes. War Turtle in a way that not a lot of uh, Pokemon are. Um, I think it's the best. I think it's the best of the line. Um, I really like War Turtle. It's gonna, yeah, that's where my vote. War Turtle land. and Blastoise are they both fucking rule. War Turtle is my boy. Shiftry, I think, is like boring to look at. I forget that Shiftry exists. I will forget after this matchup. They will fade into obscurity, like they have already faded into failure behind War Turtle. Roma, do you have a thought? <laughs> I do have a thought. Uh, I, I okay. I'm gonna preface that I do like War Turtle a lot. Um, I will like to point out things I do like about Shiftree. I like his chin. I like his chin makes up his entire torso. That's cool. Um, he's on one little little shoe thing. That's cool. Um, but otherwise, he stresses me out to no end. And uh, I can't continue to look at him. I can only look at his little chin belly, and that is the that's where I stop. So, uh, we're total cute. War Turtle doesn't need anything to get a pushover, but I also just want to sh- say the um, in the original trading card game, especially like the you know the Game Boy trading card Pokemon game, War Turtle is such a strong card uh, because mm. of the ability to like use double colorless to go straight into bite as like a good thirty power attack. Just another great wow, thing about the, a great Pokemon. The Pokemon trading card game has come so far. <laughs> the idea, ooh, double colorless for thirty. Salivating at the options, but Sorry, it was a different that's, time. That's a water and a double color list for thirty. Oh, <laughs> but you can do it by turn two. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Uh, but who wants to introduce the next matchup for me? The next matchup is Magnezone versus Steelix. Both of these are evolutions that were added on later. And uh, yeah, exactly. And both steel types. A lot of commonalities mm-hmm. here. Magnets. Magnets. How do they work? <laughs> I, <laughs> Mega Steelix, which is the bottom Steelix I have posted. I am a sucker for Mega Forms. I like it when things are over designed and bad. This is the curse <laughs> of being a Digimon fan. <laughs> well, at least you admit it. Oh, yeah, I know what's happening here. I know that like you might as well have two giant fucking cannons on his arms in each of those. Hey, hey, that that's cool and all, but could you like put more stuff on it? Yeah, yeah, that's a really nice sleek design there. Uh, you know what I think I could use? A man's face and guns. <laughs> Is there a volume knob I could turn up on this visual design somehow? Yeah. Can, we fit, can we fit jeans or or like denim shorts? On I'd like to anywhere? base boost this bad boy if. Possible. Nice yeah. crystals. Daisy Dukes makes a trainer go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you fucking get it. My wife would hate me for saying this, but because uh, she really likes Steelix. But of these, of these two, um, I like Magnazone. Um, the UFO of it all mm-hmm. speaks to um, just it speaks to me. Uh, and there's that it's a really cute bit that it's like a levitating it's levitating because it's a magnet but it's also levitating because it's a UFO mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, it has the benefit of being round is that red thing in the middle his nose or another eye another eye oh. I also love Magnazone I like Magnemite because it adds on motherfuckers for Magneton and then they literally fuse to become Magnazone I, it's just, it's, that's Big Zam. Like, I just love this guy. 
Like, I, I like his shapes. I like his form. As a third evolution added on later on that probably didn't need to be there, I think mm-hmm. it's one of the better ones. It's better than Rhyperior. It's not better than Magmortar because Magmortar fucking rules, but like, <laughs> he's fine. I like him. Steelix, Onyx could have lived alone forever, and I think that could have been cool. I do like Steelix a lot. Steelix has big, big grin. He's chatted up. Mm-hmm. Steelix <laughs> is a Chad. That is right. The Virgin Onyx versus the the Chad Mega Steelix. Yeah. The head shape is even right for like the meme Chad. <laughs> Not really, <laughs> but the jawline is there. <laughs> so it guess really what? is. I need a TikTok like trend video of the Chad face. Yep. Roman, do you have feelings on this matchup? Magnets. Okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> so true. I'd like to speak up in Steelix's defense or honor here, Uh, which is, I think, you know, I talk a lot about like, you know, when Pokemon come out and what they kind of mean for the franchise, that sort of thing. I think Steelix represents a different way of thinking about evolutions that is like really cool. And that is the fact that Steelix is not better than Onyx. Like Steelix is a horizontal move. In the same mm-hmm. way that, like, Scizor is a horizontal move from Scyther. And there can be a lot of appeal because Steel is an appealing type. You know, you got some great defenses, but you also get some big weaknesses that way. And you're missing out on some of the defenses that Rock gave you or that Flying gave you in the in the form of, you know, Scyther. And I really think that idea of we can have a Pokemon and you can decide, do you want it to be different? And you're actually making a choice as opposed to just, well, inevitably you're going to want the fully evolved version of whatever Pokemon. Instead, you actually get to be making a choice. You get to be you know, actively making a decision rather than just like, well, I like it even though it's not fully evolved, you know, like sacrificing optimization in order to make that choice. And I think Pokemon could have more of that. You know, again, we get into yeah. regional variants as like, hey, you can choose a low than Raichu or, or normal Raichu. You know, you, you've got some options like that. I think Pokemon is at its best when those options are available to us. I agree. I also, to build on that, um, fictionally, I like that it evolves with a metal coat because uh, it kind of just, to me, feels like it's like, all right, if you want to, take your onyx, put them under the fondue, the the, the, <laughs> the fondue fountain of metal coat, and uh, like it, it's it feels. As uh, many evolutions do, especially um, ones that involve either like items or trading or something, it it feels like it is an evolution because of human intervention. Which I guess kind of both of these, um, you could probably make that yeah, argument. Mag- for. Magnazone is from when it's leveled up in a special magnetic field or Jonathan oh, Thunderstorm, yeah. Thunderstone. I really am here to support Magnazone. I love Magnazone. That is my vote. Really, I know you said that you like things that are more and. In- and bad. Um, I feel like Magnezone feels really unnecessary to me. I feel like Magneton was oh, a like clean conclusion mm-hmm. to that arc that like doesn't need a, a third. Yep. Um, it doesn't need this like weird, awkward. I don't know. I, there's something unsettling and not particularly in a positive way about Magnezone. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know where I should be looking or the fact that there's like different types of eyes and this weird antenna on the top you're right like there are a lot of elements involved know that you are ten thousand (laughs) percent correct uh like i get it and i'm nodding 
Um, mm-hmm. Here is an interesting thing. I'm looking through the sprites right now. Magnezone in later forms in the 3D model gains that red and blue on the the magnets that are like, hey, this is a magnet. Yeah. <laughs> um, in the earlier sprites, he's just he's that's all brown. I think that's kind of a stronger design. Hmm. Like he looks stronger when he is just like the the red and the yellow are the only color pops. Yeah, it's interesting. Boy, I feel like I, I feel like I'm I'm swayed because like. Steelix in the same way that uh, uh, Juliet reminding me of the, you know, just like when Steelix was introduced and, and thinking of Steelix as kind of the corollary to what I was saying about Umbreon, Umbreon before, absolutely. Uh, of teaching you what this type is like by using um, a, f- a form that you already know, but uh, twisting it in a way that I think really communicates mm-hmm. what to expect from the type. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's neat. I appreciate the metal nope on a rope, but I still very much am unnecessarily attracted to this uh, magnet. Are we tied then? Is it two and two? I believe so, yeah. Uh oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, does anyone have anyone in immediate vicinity? Yes. Hit him. Yes. One moment. <laughs> Physically? Yeah, yeah. Just go over, hit him, and, yeah. and then yell. <laughs> Which one of these? Yeah, it's it's like sudden death. Whichever one they like better, it gets it. Whoever gets somebody in first. I can't say I'll get my wife as a tiebreaker because I literally said like five minutes ago <laughs> my wife loves Steelix, so it would not be impartial. I guess none of this show is impartial. Why does Carly love Steelix? He's asleep. Oh, so can Carly be our tiebreaker? Can Carly be our tiebreaker? <laughs> yeah, let's, Even let's if it's see. a let's foregone conclusion. Hold on. I'll bring in the big boss. <laughs> I mean, we don't know Carly's opinion on Magnezone. Like, that's true. It that's could true. be even greater. Either way, Carly's about to walk here and say some shit. And I'm really excited for that. I literally ran through my entire household screaming for somebody, anybody, and everyone <laughs> is dead ass asleep. I'm like, y'all are missing out. It's fucking, it's four o'clock on a Saturday. <laughs> it's 6.30 here. It's nap time. Yeah. Aren't you in Florida? Yes. Oh, wait. East Coast, Time zones yeah. go the other direction. Uh-huh. That's right. Doesn't Magnezone look like a toy that's going to break immediately? I feel like mm. I need like, to keep my phone away from him really badly. Yeah. Like, Magnemite, uh, uh, Magneton both look like scientific instruments in a fun way. And then Magnezone is just like <laughs> the goofy fake Saturday morning cartoon in the the like Pokemon universe where everyone's like, that's not a Pokemon. That's like a guy in a weird mascot suit who... Mm-hmm. Really light. That's a, a freak. OC. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The Pokemaniac. Freaks. Wheel. Sounds like a good segue. Yes, Carly. Hi, let her rip. Steelix or Magnezone? This is controversial, I'm sure, but Steelix is my bitch. So <laughs> I, I love, I love Steelix so much. Why? I Tell me the, why. Tell me why. Okay. You're right. Because, you're correct. Because Onyx was cool. But Onyx was mid, and then <laughs> and then Jasmine showed up with Steelix and Gen Two, and was like, "What if Onyx was really cool and made of metal and large?" This is a horrible matchup because, like, I could say the same things about Magnezone. It's exactly you're saying the same thing. How come every time I hear you speak, you become more Zoomer? I don't understand. <laughs> I'm evolving backwards. Um, <laughs> Sounds like that's three Steelix to two Magnezone then. 
Yep. Felix does win. I am heartbroken. <laughs> I'm here to cause problems. I'm sorry. I'm handing it back. <laughs> Please stick around because we. I think we need like uh, four people to oppose Riley on this next one. No. Why? So listen. Can, can you announce this next matchup for me really quickly? <laughs> like just to explain, Ooh. so I can explain myself here. Oh, my wife, everybody. <laughs> uh, who's introducing the next matchup? Next up is Goled and Cricket Tune. Now, I have been doing a lot of talking in the background, <laughs> in the backstage, about how this podcast lets too many of these ghost fuckers through, and how I was going to come on here and kill the next ghost with my bare hands. And now you see... I love Golit, and Golit has mm-hmm. lost so much in the form of its earliest and its latest evolutions, and I hate Cricketune. <laughs> but <laughs> I am a man of my principles. <laughs> and I have the gun pointed at Golit, <laughs> and I'm going to pull the trigger. Cricketune is delightful. Cricketune is delightful. I would be happy to put Cricketune over against many other Pokemon, but Golit is no question. Absolutely. Like, Golet could be like, yeah, go- everybody likes Golet. Uh, p- people would hound us for not putting mm-hmm. Golet forward. I like Golet. Everybody likes Golet. Golet's perfect. Golet's a perfect little baby boy. Can we take a moment, though, to appreciate the, mm-hmm. so- the sound that is Cricketune's <laughs> cry? I just put it in the chat. That's so delightful. No, 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 I, no, no, I really whoop, do like Cricketune. It's the most annoying cry they've ever done. I love it so much. Just the what? <laughs> Why? Why did it go so hard? Because it's it's a music friend. When is he <laughs> dropping an album? I love its mustache. Um, I really like Cricketune, but I like Golit more. Um, the the whole like it's a golem thing is mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of. Uh, yeah, there's just a lot of meaning behind that, and it's a cute uh, articulation of that legend. I, I the mustaches love... are little clefts, which mm-hmm. is fun. Hmm. I love Golet. Golet's perfect. I'm going to shoot it, so everyone else <laughs> needs to save it. Please. Uh, <laughs> for me. Wait, wait. So what are our votes at so far right now? Golet for me. Cricketune for I Riley. I Golet. Yeah. Cricketune with the biggest frown and crying emoji on my face. Uh, Cricketune upsets me. A lot for a lot of reasons. Visually speaking, the mustache is stressing me out. But um, it's funny that it has it, but it is a bit much. It's well, I, is that a mouth or a nose? A, a pick your poison. I think it's supposed to be a mouth. No, mm. I, he's supposed to serve me pasta. Difficult That's say. the energy I'm getting right now. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, they went in a really different direction with the first draft of Ratatouille. <laughs> Cricketui. <laughs> yeah, they were like, how is he going to be quiet under that hap when he's always yelling? Um, so we finally get to pay off the uh, anti Italian setup from earlier. Yeah. Here. <laughs> oh no. Um. Mushroom kingdom, here we come. <laughs> <laughs> He's even, Golit is even doing like the Mario, yo! I didn't even get to explain why I liked Golit, but okay. Okay, explain Bro, why you like Golit. He's tell got us. good shape. That's it. He, he mm-hmm. I think the colors are what really does it for me. Like it, it, it feels, so, the yellows feel so bright in contrast with the kind of turquoise 
Spinarak versus Mag Cargo. Um, Spinarak, that's a bug. Mag Cargo, that's a lava slug. Snail. I love Mag Cargo better. Spinarak has a little frowny face on his butt, and I love it. <laughs> it's a unicorn of spiders. That one's a happy face. It's because it's upside down. They turn that frown upside down. But how? Don't think too hard about it. <laughs> I I like I like the dots move too. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I like Mag Cargo better of these two. I I guess I'm I'm not much of a spider enjoyer. I think is maybe a factor here. I don't feel particularly strongly about either of these, but I do really like the kind of jowl lava thing going on mm-hmm. with Mag Cargo. And and the eyes are really cute on Mag Cargo, and that kind of wins me over. Mag Cargo's shell is made of hardened lava, and oh. it itself is made of lava. Mag Cargo's body temperature is approximately 18,000 degrees Fahrenheit. Water is vaporized on contact. If this Pokemon is caught in the rain, the raindrops instantly turn to steam, cloaking the area in a thick fog. It is still a fire type, so I think it still has a weakness to water. Am I right about that? Yes. Fire rock. Yes. Uh, so it yeah, has so a double weakness. So, so the Pokedex down. is wrong. Don't read that shit. Don't process <laughs> that shit. This Pokemon, Mag Cargo, is 121 pounds of lava that I kind of want to see if I can chew. <laughs> yep. 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 It, it. Yeah. And worst case scenario, you just it heats your home, even mm-hmm. if you get some burns from it. I, I think Spinarak has a distinct and appealing visual design when you look at like a PNG. Yeah, yeah, I agree yeah. with you. It, However, it soft. So like Gen 2 games are like commonly thought to be some of the best that Pokemon is. Mm-hmm. Spinarak is unfortunately possibly the worst thing about going back and playing those games because Spinarak is a early Pokemon you encounter who can stall you out and poison you out and end your run in Gold, Silver, Crystal or, you know, ROM hacks or or updates of, of those things. It is unfortunately a just deeply frustrating and unsatisfying Pokemon to encounter. And then if you capture one and try to use it, you're like, but this isn't doing anything against wild Pokemon. It's a bore. It's a boring way to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's a, it's a like weird, sad, frustrating thing that can really like get in, in the way of the first hour of gameplay of what turns out to be a really good game. Mad Cargo's is fine. It's great. It's another one of those like high risk, high reward things. It's interesting that it has its tankiness. It's right next to, you know, Numel and and Camerupt, where like one is fire ground and the other is fire rock. You pick them up at the same points in, in Gen 3 and everything. I just, I, I can't give a thumbs up to Spinner. I like that it's a unicorn. I've never noticed its horn before, but it's... Such a frustrating, like, downer of a Pokemon. Oh, I agree I, with you. I have to update my vote. Mm-hmm. I've sat here and I thought about it, and I was like, you know, Spinarak's real cute. Is this a good little little friend to have? And then I thought about being near a Spinarak in real life, and I became immediately <laughs> nauseous and really uneasy. 20, 20 pounds, a foot and a half. 
tall. 19 pounds of unicorn spider makes me want to vomit. And I need Look to go down at your foot. Yeah, no, that's too much. I Look could. down at your foot. No. Imagine Riley. a spider that size with a frowny face on the butt. That's four votes for Mad Cargo, right? Yeah, it's yeah. nice to have a unanimous one. I believe it's my intro next. Let me. You fuckers yes. better play this right. All right. Oh, yeah. I feel similarly to Riley's uh, ominous uh, uh, note there. This round, we have Wimpod versus Cubone. I posted Cubone's picture twice just to really hammer it in. And if you vote for <laughs> anyone other than Cubone, Cubone in this matchup, I will. If you, it's like I will kill your mother. Yeah, I yeah. If you vote for someone <laughs> other than Cubone, then your kid's gonna be wearing your skull on its fucking head. You understand? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've made a Cubone mask. Aww. I give Cubone an Everstone. Cubone never becomes Marowak. Cubone never deals with their trauma when they grow up with me because they're perfect as they are. Just gets bigger Cubone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like, I'll give Wimpod. I don't think Wimpod is a bad Pokemon. I like that line. I like Wimpod I with Lizapod. The, I guess, what is it? It's a horseshoe crab. Yeah, probably. Yes, I'm going to assume. A trilobite and an isopod. Oh, neat. That makes sense, too. Those are neat creatures. Um, But boy, I really love the look of Cubone. The baby. It's like such a simple design, but the skull adds so much character. Trauma baby. Especially with its little horns uh, and the fact that it's... I like you can see its actual eyes through the socket of the skull eye. Um, Juliet, and its Roma, tool you- is cute. Do you like have a thought? I I feel like Wheels and I have taken the wheel, and we are going to turn left. But I want to let you speak about why right might be the right decision. Um, I remember Cubone being a sassy little little one and mocking people, and that was cute. Um, I am curious about to what Cubone looks like without his mm-hmm. mom on his face. Um, how badly do you want to know? Do you want me to? Do you want me yes. To no. Yes. I posted Detective Pikachu Cubone as well. Just look at that beautiful little guy. Hmm. Wait a second. Actually, Roma, do you not know the theory? No. About who Cubone's mom is? No. No! Um, yeah, it's the, the idea is that it's a Kangaskhan yep. baby. Um, but also, it's confusing because also Marowak... Mm-hmm. Also, kind of feels like the uh, mm-hmm. it's supposed to be the parent figure, and also that's just a Charizard skull. Um, difficult to say exactly what they're going for with it, but uh, many things to consider. Because that's with what Cubone. I thought it was like a Charizard baby that never got bigger, um, like a malnourished little Charizard baby. Yeah. Um, but the I Cubone has always been a favorite of mine. <clears throat> So that's where my vote goes. Uh, what, are, what are your thoughts, Juliet? So my thoughts go somewhere along the lines of um, whatever became of the moment when one first knew about death. There must have been <laughs> one, a moment in childhood when it first occurred to you that you don't go on forever. It must have been shattering, stamped into one's memory. And yet I can't remember it. It never occurred to me at all. We must be born with an intuition of mortality. 
before we know the word for it, before we know that there are words, out we come, bloodied and squalling, with the knowledge that for all the points of the compass, there's only one direction and time is its only measure. I, I think Cubone is a incredibly important Pokemon because uh, it's important that in any piece of art you have a Memento Mori. Like, uh, it is good to confront the inevitability of death of people you care about and yourself in the art that you experience and art for children. It's also important to to process that. And I think Cubone is like such an interesting, like first gen swing at that, that is like really worthwhile and uh, absolutely gets my vote. Yeah, especially because it like communicates uh, so much of the tragedy that can come with death too, mm -hmm. uh, that we also just have to accept because it is a child that is grieving, uh, <laughs> and like it, it happens. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, it sounds like we're all Cubone heads here. Yep. Play the tune. The, the tune bone. We pick up Cubone and hold it softly in our arms. Uh, this next matchup is going to be interesting here. It's Shuckle versus Granbull. Oh, I like both of them. I like both of them too. Shuckle is a noodle in a box, and Granbull's <laughs> <Yeah>. a man. <laughs> I like Granbull. I, I like its stance. I like its wrist bracelets. I like its tusks. I like its ears. Shuckle. You can't fuckle with Shuckle. I love its little, like, noodly appendages. I love the holes on its shell. I just love this little guy. I, I don't know what else you can get. I like Shuckle. I don't understand the appeal for Grumble, though. Don't understand. It's puppy, and it, I don't it's a mean it. puppy, but it, mean looking puppy, but it's pink, and it would mm -hmm. probably be actually friendly. Uh, cause it's a fairy type and you know, it's, it's, it's big jowls, but I'm sure he's real nice. I like Granbull, <laughs> but I do like Shuckle more, even after I did the cutesy wootsy voice. Mm -hmm. I love that it's a mold or like a fungus. Mm -hmm. Uh, yep. Look don't at get to see a lot of, uh, 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 members of <laughs> that, uh, a part of the biological tree. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's really cute. Uh, it's poking its little head out. Yep. I like that you can process berry juice, which is fun. Uh, oh, yeah. And Shuckle also, you know, I keep talking about this sort of thing. Shuckle is a great introduction to the idea that you can have ridiculously strong stats in particular categories. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Still not going to work. And yeah, it's, you can have like the ultimate defense and not be able to like accomplish much. Uh, and I think that's a, a useful lesson. I mean, the berry juice thing alone is kind of a cool, like, unique thing to, to Shuckles. Uh, I didn't know they were fungus, but that's a really fun idea. Yep, they're bug I'm pretty rot, sure that's right? supposed to be... Yes? I, so maybe they're not supposed to be a fungus, but it's, it gives me, like, slime mold vibes. I want to play them like a ocarina. It's, yeah, the way that it's like coming out the different parts of the rock. Mm -hmm. um, I assumed it was supposed to be that, but I could be wrong. I don't know. Especially because it is bug type. That would lead one to believe it's not. But I posted a picture of Shuckle being held in a single hand, and I don't know how you're going to argue against that. Hmm. I like. Thumb up. I like how he looks angry. All for Shuckle? All for Shuckle. I think that's unanimous. 
Where are we at the timer? Where are we on the timer? We are on one more minute, and this next one's easy piece. Let's so do it. Uh huh. Rip right on through it. Um, yeah, you want me to? You want me to announce this yeah, bad boy? Yeah, go and do it. Do Hit it, do it. Yeah, yeah. This next one is. Uh, you, stop me if you've heard about this guy before. This is. Sorry, the fucking it's loading. I was trying to announce it as I post the image. I'm, I apologize. <laughs> Gengar versus Steeny. Hey, this is Editing Wheels coming at you hot with some bad news. The woke moralists over at Moonshot recently had a 24-hour charity live stream at twitch.tv slash moonshot network. And one of their grand ideas was to create a raffle wherein donators at a certain level could put the name of a Pokemon that they would like instantly killed off of the bracket and champs in the making. And some sort of enemy of the state decided to put Gengar's name into the raffle multiple times by donating a lot of money to a very good cause. So anyway, mixed feelings about that, but Gengar is dead now. Sorry. Uh, so Steenie wins by default. We can all agree that that is a crime. But anyway, listen to this universe uh, where that hadn't happened yet, and we do what's right, but just know that for the official bracket, Gengar actually loses here. Bisexual representation, let's go, Gengar. Now, Gengar is a Pokemon I feel comfortable killing. Um, what? Pause, pause, pause. Listen, listen, listen to me. First off, Ghastly, Haunter, Gengar, great combination. No one can take that from them. They are fantastic mm-hmm. together. They are wonderful. Gengar stands out in a lot of people's brains as a great Pokemon because the anime, because they, you know, look at this guy. But Gengar is the same as uh, how Overwatch won't let people with prepaid phones play. Uh, it, 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 Gengar, Gengar, you need a friend? Is that where you're Gengar hates <laughs> not having friends. Gengar hates being alone because Gengar needs to be traded to level up. So a lot of people have never seen a Gengar and never will. That's not even... Go go buy a plushie. I don't know, man. <laughs> Gengar is part of the rich upper caste. Gengar hates us. Gengar's literally a um, meme. Like, you can see the little image of the Gengar going like, <laughs> like when I people are like, you know. Steamy. Are you trying to get rid of our spooky one in the month of spooks? I... I want a Ghostbuster gun to shoot Gengar. Steamy, look at her. her. I'm looking at her and I'm doing the Jonah Hill, like, no, no, uh uh-uh, gesture. She's gonna gonna slash my tires, dude. As it twirls like a dancer, a sweet smell spreads out of it. Anyone who inhales the scent will feel a surge of happiness. It's protected by its hard sepals, so it plays with bird Pokemon without worry. They peck it relentlessly, but it doesn't care. Because it's just a little buddy who dances and lets out a great smell. Everyone is happier around Steeny. Has anyone okay, ever like been made also. happier around Gengar? Steeny is like, like if Steeny didn't evolve, then I'd be like, what a fun grass Pokemon. Like what a fun. It, it is cute. But, but we like... know where she's going with this. <laughs> exactly. And that's why I'm just like, nope, we're. This well, Pokemon shouldn't exist. <laughs> like, there shouldn't be a stage look that down the line. That. We have to look at what's in front of us. Wait, no, Riley, we've looked down the line a lot for you in the past bit. <laughs> look at the bulging of Gengar's eyes. 
Uh-huh. Think about Gengar Ian Clefairy. You know what hey, I mean? Yo. Like like the connection there. <laughs> Think about Gengar Ian learning Actually. about like poison weakness as like a, a relevant thing on the ghost type. You know? Gengar, especially as as you mentioned a few times, you know, Umbreon or Steelix as representing a particular type. Gengar is like the ultimate original ghost type that teaches us part of what being a ghost is. The only fully evolved ghost in that first game. Like man is carrying the entire type on his back. Mm-hmm. Um I love that it's I love the the fact that it's just a silhouette. Like that there's there is a there's a kind of like sense in which like you can't do that design twice. Uh mm-hmm. but I'm glad they did it the way that they did it. Um, with Gengar, the fact that it's like mostly face is a wonderful choice for creating something that's both like, uh, you know, has the feels like it does have the mischievousness and um, almost like violence that a, a ghost might have for you while also being like super cute and toyetic. Now, I do want you to consider that we have to take all the forms in at once. So you have to also look at Mega Gengar and Gigantamax Gengar. Yeah, even better. Have you seen the color? Not even better. But also, have you seen the colors on that thing? You get fucking Shadow Tag in the mix. Uh, We're locking you down. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I love Mega Gengar. I I don't love Mega Gengar, but I do like the whatever the modern... Gigantamax Gengar is. I think that's that's really fun and appealing. You know, the um uh you shouldn't be afraid of hunger. You shouldn't shy away from the idea of like a desire to eat. Uh no man who's afraid of dinner can ever amount to anything more than type, right? Like like uh it's a fake Orson Welles quote from a Daniel Lavery article about playing Warhammer. But nevertheless, <laughs> it is relevant here I I think I think Gengar with this like massive mouth is fun. I think Gengar is the the coolest modern iteration of like a Cheshire cat. I guess mm. Gengar's shiny ain't shit. It is just a different form of purple. Steamy gets this wonderful lilac and kind of like like a a a yellowish cream look. Fantastic. We love it. She scares me. It's a good shiny. Pokemon's mid, though. Yeah. I'm voting for Gengar. I like the purple. Do you want to, su- do you want to support something that hates, <laughs> hates people who don't have friends? I... That's, like, objectively the wrong way to think about it, especially given, like, the Haunted Mansion episode of the anime where the ghosts just want to be your friends. If they wanted to be my friend, they'd evolve at level 36 like a normal fucking Pokemon. I like how you're saying this at somebody who plays the ghost deck in Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, my ghost tricks are my favorites, and so, mm-hmm. I, don't know. I get that, I get that, but what if you couldn't use those cards until I'll brick and brick and brick again. I still love them. <laughs> but, like, what... I feel like this is such a silly thing to to get caught up on for the because like I think you have it backwards. There's so many Pokemon for which that is the case. There's so many Pokemon where it's like we were talking like uh, there's Pokemon where you need an item and to trade it over. You need a friend and a uh, capital. Fuck off. No, I have neither. I think 
I think for Gen 1, the trade Pokemon is like the first and best place that it's justified because everybody with Pokemon has the same generation and is compatible to trade with. And rather than punishing you for not having friends, what it's doing is it's helping you have an excuse to talk to someone, to make friends, to say, hey, I will trade my Haunter, you can trade your Machoke, and then we can keep it or we can trade back. It's saying, here's an excuse to make a connection with another person, and that is so valuable. I recognize that, like, you know, in kind of that mid-area where we've got a bunch of gens out, but we don't have online trading, it's, like, really awkward because who else has the exact compatible thing and the right compatible hardware? But, like, Gen 1, everybody's got the same hardware. Everybody's got the same software. It is a great excuse. You want to meet somebody at church camp or wherever you're doing stuff at school or whatever's going on. Hey, what if we traded Pokemon? And I think that's a, a valuable like opportunity to make friends. Oh, they were not trading Pokemon in the kind of church camp I was. <laughs> <laughs> let me, boy, let me tell you. Um, I don't think I win here. <laughs> to to like build on that. Uh, idea just from like a game design perspective it's also neat because it as it is the first game it's like it incentivizes uh, the end user to try out all the nooks and crannies of the game even if they like wouldn't be inclined to trade with someone if they really want to collect all of it they have to interact with all the mechanics of the game and that includes trading to get their big huggy ghost that I think wins I think I think we're all still voting for it except you right right, everyone for Steeny say yes Yes! Gengar moves on. Yes! That's the end of the app, folks. I do want to share the really good, one of the many really good Gengar sprites. Like, look at that. Like, look at the silver Gengar <sighs> sprite. It's so fucking cool. Mm-hmm. He looks so good. Mm-hmm. He's going to murder me. Also, I <laughs> hid go. the shiny because I knew it would fart, fight against my argument, but Mega Gengar shiny, <laughs> they, that's the move, baby. All I white, know. everything. That's why I like Mega Gengars for the shiny. The white is, ooh. It's that's so sharp. Good. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't deny that, but I had to, and so I did. <laughs> uh, let's, uh, Riley, give me your uh, plugaronis. Yeah, hey, you know, my name is Riley Hopkins. You can find me on Twitter, on Tumblr, on fucking the pro boards of your choice, at Rev Rybread. <laughs> that's Rev like Reverend Rye bread like rye bread, uh, linksmithgames.com, revrybread.h.io. My mother can go to hell.com, Riley Hopkins and their amazing friends. You get it. The podcast minds never believe it. Uh, uh, Roma, what about your plugs? This is Romy Baloney. You can find me <laughs> on the internet at uh, I appreciate your butt. That is I A P P R E C I, the number eight, U R B U T T. Um, I, I'm also on Tumblr, but I think it's spelled different. But mostly, you'll just find me on Twitter. That's that's where I reside. Please find me. Uh, and Juliet, you're up. Great. You can find me, Juliet, at Mousewife Games on Twitter, itch, YouTube. You can find me at Folly on Co-host. You can find me at Folly Persist on AO3. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been Wheels. Uh, you can find me on Very Random Encounters. Uh, it's a podcast where we play tabletop role-playing games and randomly determine as much as is possible. You can also buy the book of system agnostic fantasy tabletop role-playing actual... No, sorry. <laughs> I added too many adjectives there. I kind of got on a roll. It is a tabletop role-playing game 
uh, system agnostic fantasy random encounter book that I wrote, co-wrote specifically. You can find that at bit.ly forward slash random book with a capital R and B. Um, and then Singular Wheels is where my, my Twitter is at, so you can hop on over there. And with that, I think that we've we've made some champions, so the music's going to fade in, uh, and eventually uh, we're going to say bye. Bye. Do the, the quote from earlier is from Rose and Kensington Story Dead by Tom Stopper, just in case anyone's looking for it. <laughs> it's a good one. I like that play. <laughs> <laughs>